0: Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. And welcome to episode 120 of the English with Kirsty podcast. And today we're going to be looking at part three of the um, series that we're doing on improve your English in 2018. So if you're interested in that, that's great. If you're not, well, that's okay as well, because next week we're doing something else. So for anyone who's new, we're doing a week of this and then a week of something completely different. So, if you've missed the other parts to this series, you can find them on the show notes page. There's a link going back to them on there. If you go to englishwithkirstycom slash podcast slash episode 120, then you can find the links to the other parts of this. You can contact me. You can find out about my Facebook group or my where you can find me on Twitter. Everything you might want to know about this episode and English with Kirsty will be linked on that page, which again is englishwithkirstycom slash podcast slash episode 120. Okay, so today, just to do a quick recap, first of all, first we looked at what you actually want to improve in 2018, because I want to improve my English is a bit vague. So what specifically do you want to do? and then in part two we looked about how are you going to do it, what steps will you need to take and today we're looking at problems because a lot of the time when people say that they didn't manage to do what they plan to do it's because something got in the way and sometimes it's completely unexpected things but sometimes it's things that you can anticipate and do something about and if you have a plan for dealing with a problem before it arises you have a better chance of dealing with it and making sure that you can still do what you want to um despite the problem so the problems that people have with improving their english tend to fall into different categories there are some main categories that i've picked out i'd like to look at them in a bit more detail because if you have that problem then there'll be an idea here that will help you hopefully so the plan is today to identify the problems that you might have and to see what you need to do to eliminate those problems or to make sure that they don't become problems so if we look at the first one, it's time. You know, you can have all sorts of great ideas about I'm going to spend three hours on English every day, but if you don't have time and can't do that, then you're going to fail. Um, so there are different ways of dealing with time problems. You can either set aside some time and and then really stick to it, but then it's better to, to start a bit smaller and work up to, well, so instead of saying I'm going to do three hours a day, say... I'm going to do one hour, I don't know, three times a week. And then you can build up from there. If you can do that easily, then you can maybe add some more. But don't start with something that's completely unachievable. Another thing you can do if time is an issue is think about when you're doing other things. Like we've often talked about things like car journeys or train journeys or when you're doing the housework or when you're running. You know, you're already doing something then, but you can add an activity to that time, like listening to something, listening to a podcast, an audiobook, you can you don't need to find any more time, you just need to do two things at once. And certainly I find for something like running it would be really boring if I were just running, um, using the gym equipment. I need something else to occupy my brain while I'm doing that. So it, it works quite well. Similarly with with journeys, they can be quite boring if you're not doing anything. So that's a good way to um, build something else into your day when you're already doing something. So also think about when you work best because if you wake me up at five o'clock in the morning and expect me to do something productive I won't. I'll do it if I have to be somewhere or you know if if there's a reason for why I need to get up that early I can do it but I do not like mornings and um, sometimes I try to do some of the easier More admin tasks first thing in the morning because I know that my brain isn't working as well as it is later in the day and if you're someone like that then don't try to get up really early to do some English. Maybe stay up a bit later or maybe do something in your lunch hour but think about when you work best and try to fit your learning around that as well because otherwise it will get frustrating if you're trying to work at times and you know that you're not at your best. Similarly if you are somebody that isn't very awake later in the evening, then don't try to do English then, because you know that's not your best time. So another problem that people can have is is cost, because sometimes, you know, maybe there are people that would like to take individual language lessons, but they, they don't have enough money for them. They can be expensive. Um, and if cost is something that would potentially get in the way of you doing what you want to for your English, then think about some other things that are either cheaper like group classes are often cheaper than one-to-one classes or free you know like language exchanges are free um, there are lots of free materials like podcasts and blogs and um, sometimes at YouTube there are a lot of videos on there for English learners uh, Facebook groups for language learners where people help each other that you know there are cheaper or free options for, I'm not saying they completely um, give you all the benefits that some of the more expensive things would, but it's, you work with what you have and if you if you can't afford that then I, I know times when I couldn't afford language lessons when I was a student and I I did other things, I um, borrowed books from the library in the language I wanted to learn, I did some volunteering which was really good, it was, um, wasn't paid but it was a way for me to use my language skills. I worked in a team of German speakers. Um, I had other skills. I I gained new skills, but also everything was done in German. So I I, um, didn't get paid for my time, but I certainly learned. And sometimes you just have to look around and think, well, how can I still achieve what I want to with the resources that are available to me? And sometimes that means you end up being a bit more creative. But if you meet your goal, then that's that's the main thing um how you do things like if some of the traditional ways of doing things don't work for you then don't do them that way like if you don't want to go to a big language meetup then don't go i don't like big language meetups um or or big meetups with lots of people i i'd much rather have a one-to-one conversation or if you don't enjoy reading then don't get a really big book out of the library read something shorter you know think about what you enjoy how you learn best what skill you want to uh, work on and how you can best do that and it doesn't have to be what everyone else around you is doing and it doesn't have to be the kind of thing that you did at school either um, motivation sometimes the problem that we have is that the motivation in the beginning of the year we have really high motivation really want to do things, but if you have a long week at work and you're tired and you have a headache and you're stressed, then the last thing you want to do is work on your English. I think something to just think about is, okay, um, some days I will feel great, other days I won't. And as long as it doesn't get that so many days are bad days that you don't do anything, then it's okay to take a day off once in a while. Um, Maybe it would help you to think of what you want to do this week rather than every day. Because unless you're one of those people who leaves everything to the Sunday evening before the new week starts, that's not ideal. But if you are quite good at planning your time, then maybe say, "Okay, these are the things that I want to do this week. And do them when you feel in the mood for doing that particular thing. Rather than saying, oh, Monday I have to do this and Tuesday I do that. You know, sometimes that just doesn't work. Um. If you know what you need to do, then maybe just plan yourself how you want to do that each week, depending on what else you have on or how you're feeling. Sometimes location is a problem for people because they haven't got anywhere quiet where they can work or they keep getting interrupted or um, it's, um, they haven't got anywhere where they can spread out all their stuff or it's, it's too noisy, whatever it is. If the place that you're trying to learn at the moment is making it difficult for you to learn, then maybe think about where else you could go. Um, what else you could do? Is there a quiet place that you could go to in your lunch break or something? Is there... Um, could you go and work outside? More so in the summer, because at the moment the weather's horrible here, but you know, working outside on your own is sometimes an option if um, where you would be inside is really noisy. So just think about where you're working, and is that the best place for you to learn? And there can be other things that are different for everybody. If you've got another idea about something that could stop you meeting your language goals, then have a think about what you could do. Um, and if you want to email me for a suggestion, I'll try. You can email Kirsty at Kirsty.com And if you want some help with that, that's fine, but just try to think what could what has stopped me in the past from doing what i want to in terms of my language learning and then you're in a better position to think okay i I know this i anticipate that it could happen again and then you can also plan what you'll do about it before it becomes a problem problem and completely derails your plans for learning english so i hope that's helpful have a good week and have fun learning english I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at Englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.